You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. All right, we are back. This is Kill You Last. I'm Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Pichero. We have Phil Duckett in the studio. What's up, Phil? What's up, baby? Thanks for having me. Of course. Phil brought uh, maybe my favorite movie of the 80s. Yeah, baby. I, you know, The Goonies. That's my thing. You know, I thought, you know, when you asked me to do it, that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, we were saying uh, before we got on the mic that there's there's two ways that the conversation happens when I when I mention the podcast. People are either like, oh, oh let me think. I, oh, my God. I, I know that I like movies from the 80s, but I can't think of one. Or there's other people who like immediately go to one movie, and Phil immediately went to Goonies. So I mean, I haven't seen this movie probably in 25 years. Really? So it's yeah. great to like go back. It was great to go back and rewatch uh, this it's movie. It's one of my favorite movies. One of the few movies that we've done on this podcast where I have seen it. I've seen it many times, and I'm yeah. very fond of the movie. So it's a great movie. It's a classic, and it used to come on TBS all the time. So you know, I used to Superstation yeah. back in the day. That's another theme of the podcast: is that these like the, these movies mean a lot to us just because they were just like on. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, I used yeah. to, they just like turn on the TV Saturday morning. Yeah, here in New York there was Channel Eleven, okay. which always played movies like Saturday Afternoon, Saturday like. So there was certain movies that he just saw over and I might have had this on VHS. I don't even remember, but I feel like I saw this movie fifty times. Well, you like forty three. I ain't have it on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually. You know what's funny is that he's not forty three, but he's like forty. He is old. I've, yeah. so, yeah, I've been I've been sixty five since I was twelve. But uh, no, I'm going to be 40 on Friday. Thanks for bringing it up. Probably play some mean shuffleboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a league. But uh, no, no, no. So this is, yeah, this is one of those where I was really kind of excited to go back and rewatch this. And it fucking holds up. This is a great movie. It's a great movie. movie. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. And that was, what, was it 83 or 85? 80, 85. 85. Which I actually looked up. 80, 85 was like, was a killer year for movies. Like so many great movies Yeah, we've came done out. a bunch of it. Rocky Four and Rambo Two. Goonies, Back to the Future, Witnesses, which is one of my favorite movies that not a lot of people know. You count Rocky Four as a great film? I like Rocky Four. One of my all-time yeah, favorite it's, movies. It's one of the worst Rockies. Well, uh, <laughs> it was one of the worst ones. But I think, yeah, I think Rocky Five is the worst Rocky. Not if you're really into uh, training montages. If yeah. you're in, which <laughs> which I Drago. Am. Who did he fight in four? Drago. Drago. No, I thought that was three. No, no three bro. is Mr. T and, and oh, Hogan. Yes. See, the thing with four is one four. I was the first movie I saw. I in the do theater. like four. Then I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. I yeah four is like. No, I, didn't know, three, I didn't know that was the Drago one. But mm-hmm. three is well. Listen, like Creed. The Creed movies all come out of Rocky Four. With no Rocky Four, there's no Creed storyline. All right, all right. Uh, settle down, Peter. We're talking about Goonies. No, no, you got them all riled so, up. Anyway, anyway, yeah, he said, yeah. when he starts thinking about Stallone, forget yeah, about it. He <laughs> got real gets wet. excited. Got real wet. He gets very excited. <laughs> this movie has no connection to Stallone, so we probably should get off Stallone. Well, though. no. Here's the thing about this movie. I think I saw this for the first time at summer camp when like, we used to watch movies, whatever. I was like at basketball camp. It, we were, it was, I think we were like 12 years old. And I remember being like, oh, it's so cool that they curse, that the kids right. curse in this movie. I was I was young enough that that, that, that really, like, I think uh, Chunk at one point says, oh, shit. And that blew me away because, yeah. like, all the kids' oh, movies yeah. I had seen where they had kid actors, they, it was super sanitized yeah. by, like, the 90s. You would yeah. never be cussing like yeah, that. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. You don't have kids 
that are like 10, well, 12 so, years old cursing. Well, now I think we've gotten back to it, on, even on TV, true, the kids. Because before That's a long true. time, the 90s, there yeah, was kids, a sanitized They period. had kids, Bob. I mean, come yeah. on, dude. Yeah. They're like cussing. Tongue. Oh, my God. Could we talk? Have you seen that video? That's yes, been the little white kid. I don't yeah. know what What's that is. What's the song? Miss Jackson. 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 Oh, my God. Yo, I can saw we, them I want to pull that. Can we watch that please, right now? Please do, oh because I was like, if this ain't the most unseasoned chicken I've ever seen in my life. The whitest thing I've ever I've ever even imagined, dude. It's it's amazing. The kid is so oh, it's a kid so... lip syncing to Sorry, Miss Jackson. No, no he's singing. Kids, it. He's actually singing it, but they made it a kids version, and it's a white kid. And there's a music video. Yeah. Hold on, let me pull it up. Well, let have you ever it. seen the uh, Have you ever Facebook, seen the video man. that Zach Alphanakis did with Kanye West? No. He uh, this might have been before Hangover, because Zach Alphanakis like owns a farm in North Carolina. Really? Literally, he made a music video where he's lip syncing to Kanye on a tractor on his farm. That's got to be the whitest thing. No, 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 no. This, no they, I'm this telling far, you, this, this is, is worse. Far, this is okay, hold on. I'm going to have to drop this thing. Kids, but I never even heard of this all shit. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It get... <laughs> oh, this kid is the worst. I mean... Listen, I feel like as artists and performers, though, we got to appreciate. Hold on, like, hold on. I don't have to appreciate shit. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, he starts rapping here. Hold on. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. man. Hey. Who asked for right. this? Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Nobody has ever was like. He means we well. He means well. <laughs> Some of the worst things in life have been done with the best intentions. Listen, this, this is. This well, like at the end, he's getting held upside down or something, yeah. and it's two black kids. I'm right. like, whoa, all this right, is, kids, Bob, what's going on? This, this is a sensitive topic for me because when I was a kid, I there was a like a lip sync contest <laughs> at a tennis court, and I did, I did, and I did bust a move, and I know every word verbatim. Peter. But like, this is been, no, but wait, 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 wait. So my thing is, is it? I so I sometimes think that it's it's just about like being like technically perfect. So I was like, well, I know all the words to bust a move. So they got to vote for me as the, the winner because I literally – so I literally stood there completely still and just mouthed all the words. And kids in the crowd just started throwing shit at me. Oh, and I got, I got so upset. My friends were there. They were like – no, you know, like my friends were like trying to encourage me. And here's how my mind worked because the kids who won, they called themselves like the old kids on the rock. And they just like goofed off and did like a – like a new kids on the block song, oh. and the crowd like loved them, and I was like, "Those guys are bullshit." They didn't even know the words. Well, it's funny though. So my, but my res- <laughs> my resolution was like, next week I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna do "Me So Horny" by Two Live Crew. I thought I just I picked a bad yeah, song. song. You didn't realize it was you. <laughs> How old were you? I was like 12 or 13. Oh my god, I was that's ups- I was so upset. I had waited all week. I like I got ready for this shit, and I literally stood there. Like completely still and just mouth the words and kids just started throwing. Shit. God, that is so. Like I feel the worst for this type kid. of heckle. I've like, I feel for this kid. Shit, I don't. What's kids Bob? Is that a thing? You never heard of kids Bob? No, it was man. like I'm, the CDs they used to do in the '90s. So every like oh. song, every song that they that they had that were adult songs, they would make a kids version and put it on a. So it was like oh. now now 45, but for kids. Got it. No, Yo, no, 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 no. it has 182 million views on YouTube for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's got a channel, Maddie B Raps. Maddie uh, B. And in his channel, in his picture, he's like 19. <laughs> and he's Maddie like, B. He's like shooting a gun of flour. Like what? It, 
change Flowers it. Flowers are exploding change out of his it, arm. Change it. On? Change everything you're doing. Change yeah. wow. it, Matty P. You're taking a wrong Stop, turn. dude. He's got 11.7 million subscribers. subscribers. That's oh my. fucking fantastic. Here I am memorizing facts, not getting any of this love. Damn it. I mean, his face is so white and so punchable. Like, as a 12-year-old, it's it's insane. All right. I'm sorry. That was anyway, a big sidetrack. Yeah, I no, actually, as, as an old man, I was a little upset hearing the kids curse in this movie. Yeah. Like, it's like a little. Oh, I, I thought it was good. I thought it brought, like, you know, because kids curse. When yeah, I was a kid, life, I cursed. Third yeah. grade. Oh, I, I know. I was cursing. Third grade. And the thing is, they never made sense. Fuck yeah. shit ass bitch. You just sure. said it just to you say You just want to say anything that you heard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm cussing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did that too. And there was always that kid who was like a little like Christian or Catholic. Yeah. He's like, guys, we can't curse. Yeah, he does no. heroin now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, this movie brought back a lot of those like childhood. I was thinking about yes. on the way over here. It's like this movie like made me believe in like friendship and adventure, which has just caused me nothing but disappointment in well, adulthood. Yeah. I- it's so much. It's so much more fun than than real life. Like this movie, it, but it seems like it could be real. Like no, these kids seem like they could be real. Could kids. have been, but I didn't. Like, as my as me being a kid growing up in a strict household, I was just so mesmerized how they didn't have no type of chaperones. Like these, I, the kids, parents are fucking more. Where the fuck? Well, you ain't even asked where your kids were at. Not one time. <laughs> Not one time. They are out here fighting grown ass people. It's going through all types of tunnels, and the parents. I mean, there were no phones then, so, but yeah. still. It was all one night, though. So from what I remember, I remember thinking that, but when I rewatched it, they basically, they they tie the brother, the older brother who's, like, babysitting them. They tie him, like, to the chairs, so, and then they flatten his tires on his bike. So they escape. Yeah. And then it's one night. The whole yeah. movie takes place in one night. So I, I kind of forgot that. And then when they get out, the police are there. So I do think the, Maybe, the parents. But so I had, had to be home work. before the streetlights came on. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't going to be no one night. Well, here's the thing. I think white people in the suburbs had it a little easier well, with the with the and strict. And it was like, what, where were they at? In Oregon? Or yeah. Washington? Yeah, they were really It's funny. There. It's a, like, I actually drove cross country years ago. And I accidentally drove. Not accidentally, but I, I just drove into this town. And I was like, something's familiar. It's called Astoria, Oregon. Uh, and yeah, I was like looking around. I'm like, I'm like, something is weird about this place. And then I was like, holy shit, this is the Goonies town. So I went to like a deli to get a sandwich, and I asked the lady. I was like, I was like, ma'am, did they film Goonies here? She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Like she was like real weird about it. I was like, what is it a secret? Like, like what are you trying to hide? <laughs> yeah. Did something bad happen? We've never found those. Did you trips. guys? Did, did Chunk kill somebody? <laughs> and it never got out. Uh, uh, th- this movie. All right, so we got Corey Feldman, Sean Astin, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Josh Brolin. Is Josh Brolin. Chunk became what? What's the name? Jerry Jeff Mc- Cohen. He became a like a, a entertainment attorney. So, like he's out of the business. Oh, okay. Entirely. Yeah. Um. And then there's uh, I guess that's it. Well, what was the famous, Asian kid? What was that kid's name? Yeah. He, oh he, no, Mr. Jones. That's what I call. Yeah, him, yeah. Mr. He's Jones. from. Well, he's uh, Andre. Jones. He's uh, Andre yes. Kim's cousin. Andre. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had Andre on to do uh, uh, the last covenant or whatever. Yeah, we talked. We about did Raiders that. of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So that kid, yeah, you know, he was in a bunch of eighties movie data. I think he became movie. like a stunt coordinator or something like that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, lots of stars or lots of child stars, whatever. Um, I think uh, I think the acting's great from the kids. Uh, yeah. The, the on the rewatch, Sean Astin is is the most hateable. He's yeah. just so hateable. Yeah, he's, he's too like into the story about uh, one eye Willie yeah. or whatever. It's like everyone else just wants to have fun and he, he's and, like, and, we gotta go find Yeah, and like they're about to die and he's like, No, yeah. no, this is serious. It's like how, 
Bro, once I like, got past the first booby track, I would have turned my black ass the fuck around. I'm like, dude. no, I'm good on and all that. Almost everyone was on the same page as you. Right. And then this one kid who ends up, oh, bunch of weird scenes in this movie. Sorry, I keep jumping. He kisses uh, the girl. Yeah, The Carrie 18 Green. year old. Yeah. She thinks it's the older brother, but it's him. She's a smoke show. She's a smoke show Probably in the hell. movie. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, she's, she's she great. She was the Windy Peppercorn of the movie. Yes. You know? yes. Yeah. So there, there's. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like Corey Feldman had been like a ba- like as an actor as a baby. He was already like a super experienced actor. But some of these kids, like, it's their first time, first or they're movies. like the children of of people in Hollywood. Right? Yeah. Really? This movie kind of creeps me out a little bit now because of like you hear like the Corey Feldman, like all the pedophilia and like uh-huh. the kid. Like Corey Feldman is like he's like 12 in this movie. The the girl Carrie Green, she was in a movie called Lucas. Do you guys ever see that movie? No. It's with uh, Corey Haim who ended up dying yeah, tragically. Oh, yeah. He uh, and Charlie Sheen. And Charlie Sheen is like the star football player. Carrie Green is his girlfriend, and uh, and Corey Haim has a crush on her and wants to play football to like to like win her love. Right. But he's like a little runt, and like that that movie like like apparently there's a story that Charlie Sheen raped Corey Haim on the set of that movie. So you wonder why these kids like they don't they like left Hollywood because like the kid like Chunk like he's like I saw a documentary on the making of Goonies and he like. Like this is his story. Like he's talking about, yeah. But you, could, there's something about him that's kind of like he's over it. Like yeah. there's no magic there for right. him. Like he's like, yeah, I'm the kid who played Chunk, and yeah, I can tell you stories. But it's not like, oh my god, it was a great time in my life. Yeah. It was kind of. I, I get the feeling that it wasn't that was great, great for the kids. Yeah, well, you know, do that to you. yeah, the Hollywood pedophile thing is definitely real. I mean, as crazy as Corey Feldman is now, I do believe him. Well, but the thing <laughs> you is, know, yeah. you, you know how he's at, you know he's made accusations, right? Yeah. Well, but he also uh-huh. defends Michael Jackson, which I think is. I think Michael Jackson. Is is innocent. I Thank think, you. I think the Michael Jackson thing is a, is Pete, a smoke screen. When I tell you right now, that just warmed my soul to hear <laughs> you say that. Because I know he was weird, but that is still Mike, and he did not fuck none. He didn't like fucking. He was just a weird yeah, dude. I think, I think he, he liked his nipples being played with. He, no, I mean, who doesn't? My theory that Michael but. Jackson, he had, like he had no child. He was a child. Yeah. He wanted to protect Mentally. kids. He wanted to be around Mentally, kids. Mentally, he was still a kid. And like the fact that this is coming out now that he's dead and can't defend himself, it's bullshit. Right. Like there, what I really think is that this is a smokescreen to kind of divert people's attention. Because when it comes out that it's all bullshit, people are like, oh, so maybe there is no pedophilia problem in, in right. with celebrities. And right. then maybe we're just making this all up. Which and we know they, is bullshit, which, but I'm yeah. just saying in Mike's, that just one, this one particular case, Mike, yeah. yeah, I feel like you're the same. But yeah, Hollywood has always been fucked up. It's yeah. been fucked up since it started. I mean, mm-hmm. way before there was any. Oh, it just and hiding like you know, it, based the way they people have profited off of addicts, like really abusing these people, like Marilyn Monroe, like that story. Like these, there's a lot Wait, of she tragic. was an addict. Yeah, oh she was a drug God, addict. She was dude. a big time drug addict. Yeah, yeah, dude, they passed her around, dude. I've, they used to I, just drug her up and fuck her. They gave I, her barbiturates so she would like calm down. Oh. You know what I mean? They used to like so that she wouldn't speak to the public or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot raped. of like tragic it's really stories. Really fucked up. I could tell. I could yeah. tell. Yeah, just you, JFK was fucking in the oval. Yeah. Yeah, yes. and 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 his brothers and everyone. Like, everybody, 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 fucked and Hollywood Marilyn directors Monroe. and all these everybody. guys. And then you know, you guys know who Lee Strasberg is. Like, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. He uh, he and his wife inherited the Marilyn Monroe estate. Which is very shady. Like basically all the money made off of Marilyn Monroe, which is probably still. Why wouldn't ten- it go to her family? Well, she I think she was like estranged from her family. But the uh, fact that she gave like her acting teacher like her the rights to her estate is I find a little shady right. too. That's weird. Oh That's a little my weird. God. Again, no evidence. This is just a thought. But no, there's evidence of the uh the her fucking the president and the president's oh, yeah, yeah. brother. But that definitely she was at the same time? Yeah, the intern wrote a book, I think, and, and outed <laughs> everybody. Yeah, Mimi Beardsley. Damn. She was the intern. Oh, I didn't know that. Story. She and and JFK fucked her too. And she was saying like how she was 
her story was basically about how um all, all, all the sex she had in the White House, basically, like uh, the in, this intern. But she would she had a chapter on like Marilyn Monroe and a few other like really popular uh, like, stars of the time. Let's hope these kids were not hurt but like just being a child actor is not good well the I mean, even Monroe's drew barrymore different. was fucked she was doing yeah. like cocaine at 11 like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they have interviews when she's like 12 years old she's all fucked up on like cocaine that is so it's pretty, wild it's pretty tight it is kind of <laughs> crazy i'm like <laughs> just 11 years old. so anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> making millions of dollars she's so talented <laughs> honestly and she turned out fine she did she, well, well she didn't turn out fine i'm she sure had, she's she fucked like, mentally she had like somehow. 10 years in the wilderness like she came back now yeah but like she for a Dude, while she's been fine for the last 20 years you know she's what i mean she's been famous for she's 40 been, i know <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying dude. she almost od'd seven times robert downey jr was like giving drugs as a kid there's a lot of fucked up shit dude, robert downey jr is the man though yeah now yeah. now he is but um yeah so i i, I <laughs> yeah. just it's it's hard like as an adult until you go back and watch because especially especially just the presence of Corey feldman makes mm-hmm. me slight but he's such a that's another thing too is like He's Mouth. so talented. He's so fucking good. He is really good. As a, for- as a kid actor, you forget. But, like, kids ruin movies, typically. Like, you, they you take you out of it. You don't believe them. as Because they're kids. Whatever. But for Corey Feldman had some sort of mature idea of acting. Because he was so good. Yeah. Well, and watch I watch this movie, and he, it's like an adult. Oh, dude. Like, I, the, thing that I, the thing that I always remember the most of this movie, and I, I sometimes, like, lines from this movie just pop into my head. Oh, yeah. Like, I just say shit from, from Goody's all the time. But, but him scaring the Spanish maid... It's oh, something that so I think I think about maybe once a week when he's just so, like if you don't remember Rosalita. Yeah, Rosalita is like helping the mom uh out with the groceries oh, and shit I'm because her arm the mom's arm is broken or they're, something. No, they're moving. They're moving, but the ar- the mom can't do it because her arm's broken. It's yeah, a whole yeah. thing. And then um she doesn't speak any English, but Corey Fe- mouth Corey Feldman's he volunteers to he translate. Vo- right, and he just he does speak fluent Spanish, but but it's like what does he say? Like, this is where we hide all the heroin but, and yeah, the yeah, cocaine. Yeah, I remember this that. This is where the stupid. bodies are. Like, <laughs> yeah. he scares the... Yeah. And she's like, hi, yo, smells. Yeah, like, yeah. she's freaking out. But yeah. she, Rosalita saves the day at the end of the At the end, end of the movie, movie yeah, she yeah. finds the gems, yeah. yeah. yeah but, yeah. Um, no, I just... it's it. This is a fun movie. Like, the, like the adventure, like, really holds up. Coming like, of age, it holds up. And uh, the villains... Are, we haven't talked about it yet, but the villains are great. You they know? were so weird to me, though. Like, the mom and shit. Like That the, was weird. She was a weird, like... Well, that's that was her... Or was it a dude wearing a kill? So no, she was her name was Ann Ramsey. She did a movie called Throw Mama she from the Train. Trans. No, she was a she was all <laughs> she was she was a brutish. She female. was a, a manish. She was a manish woman. She had a strong. Jaw I think line. she had a slur. Oh, yeah. I, she, I think she had a stroke and like her tongue was slurred. That's why she talked that way. But, oh, that uh, one her character. She really talked. No, that's like the way that? she actually talked. Oh, man. Because there was another movie called Throw Mama from the Train with uh, Danny DeVito and Billy Crystal, which I used mm. to watch a lot. I think and I she's saw that. she's the mom in that movie. She's Danny DeVito's mom who he wants to have killed in the movie. Because yeah. she like dom- she like is like just ruining his life, but uh, then you have Joey Joey Pants Joe Pantoliano Joey is one of the bro- I love yeah. that guy. He's in every movie. It's the, what what are they the for the Fratelli, Fratelli brothers? Which Fratelli means brother in Italian. Yeah, the like brother brothers. So the brother brothers. Yeah, it's an inside joke. <laughs> they didn't know that. No, it, they did. They did. Uh, that's a very a lot that's of, a smart like a lot of eighties movies are disrespectful to Italians. I was gonna say as two very- guineas <laughs> as two Dago idiots, uh, me and Peter. Had to be slightly offended at this movie, and not I mean, not actually not but, offended, but, but they were like, they played up the Italian stereotype like a lot in a weird way in this movie because they're not necessarily Italian behaving at all. Just like and opera, opera singing randomly, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's another thing that's a weird thing. <laughs> Where are these Italians in 1985 right. in Oregon, dude? I always wonder because when uh, I went to college in Virginia and my barber was from Italy, and my mom goes, "Ask him how he got there." She was always <laughs> like, questions. "It's Those always are certain weird. questions you might not want to ask." And, and, well, no, because there's always because like I actually grew up in an Italian American community in Jersey. Like people were like from the same town where my dad was from, yeah. so it was like they left their town and they everybody had a cousin that went to this one town. So like Italians were always like that, where it's like. Everybody goes to this one neighborhood in Chicago, and they go to this one neighborhood in Toronto. Right. So whenever there's like the one random guy, something's not right. How you say your last name? Garachi. Damn, I've been off this. That's all right. It's kind of Garucci. Peter Garucci or the Gooch. The Gooch. I'm a man of many nicknames. I like uh, I like having nicknames. It's fine. You can call me that. Yeah. So wait. Uh, so Phil, you're from Atlanta. No, I started doing comedy line. I'm from the Carolinas. I'm You're from the Carolinas. North Carolina, South Carolina. Okay. Yeah, for half and half. Gotcha. Because you do have a little bit of a Southern accent. Little, little, not not little crazy. Train, I think I, I probably, well, it, it definitely comes out more when I'm home or when I'm around people from the South. But I mean, I still have, and I think it gets, you can definitely hear it on stage because like, it like just comes out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. With the emotion. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. I could see that. Uh, so that's cool. How long have you been up in New York now? August 15th will be three years, baby. Oh, hell yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. You've you been know, killing it. Hey, Good man. shit. All right, it's finally fucking seeming like we're making a little Yeah, I've seen some show. some updates, dude. Yeah, man. It's yeah, I saw cool. you at the cellar or something recently. Yeah, man. I, uh, How was that? For Godfrey, yeah. Oh, I, you opened for Godfrey? Yeah, I killed Andre Kim. Uh, was he on the... Oh, he, man. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's coming for you, Andre. Yeah. Mine, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Andre, I always tell Andre, he sounds like the blackest Asian guy in the fucking world. And not only dude. sounds like it is, he went to a he black is. barbershop and got lined up, yeah, and he yeah. had the box, like the crispy box, like line, and I was like, what's going on? Godfrey put him up to that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He was like, he was like, what you think? I was like, I think it's... <laughs> It's a cut. <laughs> yeah. Got your hair cut. Yeah, and for anyone that doesn't know, lined up. Uh, lined like, up means... He doesn't yeah. know. Peter Ed doesn't know. know. He, yeah. he has no idea. You know when they take the clippers and they do like... Oh, like the actual straight... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. the box when I say you got the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how the brothers do. White people just take the clippers and just... Put it on one. Buddy, I haven't gotten a haircut in four months, You're dude. good-looking, yeah. bro. You look oh. like Sean Patton's son. I do, actually. <laughs> I get that a lot, actually. I went to a Dominican barber to just get my beard done. I was like, listen, yeah. I don't want a Dominican beard. I want and they a white gave guy you beard. fucked up eyebrows. I, didn't want, I, don't want, <laughs> I don't want fucking right angles on my beard or fucking diagonals. I want yeah, you it. don't want that Puerto Rican chin trap where it's like fucking one inch thick, but it, it's perfectly he straight. You could pull it off. Yeah. You, could, you could look Cuban. You could look yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, a, like a pit bull. I get anything but Italian. No one believes I'm Italian. That's fucking crazy man. well either way um so that that's cool man um and godfrey is fucking hilarious oh he's that's, a different level it's he's insane a different, like watching after you know i brought everything i had i left it all up there on the <laughs> stage and just didn't do it in 10 minutes and to watch him just elevate to like a level of just like he's like i'm watching him like i don't do the shit i'm like how the fuck right. do i get this good those are yeah. the comics <laughs> yeah. that make yeah. you like love comedy yeah again. you over here crying and laughing like you just ain't come off the stage like this dude's a beat like this yeah. all you it's think insane. i love watching comics like that where yeah. it's like how is he doing that yeah well because because usually you're at a show that you're on and you watch the other comics and you're like oh he's doing this oh he's i see okay, what he's doing yeah. it oh but in your good, head but... i feel like we think we're like i can do that. i could do that but yeah yeah and then you oh. see the comic and you're like i cannot do that and like what <laughs> is he pulling this right. from i yeah. feel that way about him and greer greer, greer. Seen, greer is another one i've greer. seen both oh of them God. just kind of stroll on the stage actually at tony woods too 
Yeah. Like a, a Tony sh- Woods, yes. Like a show is not going really that well. The audience is not really into it. And they just kind of stroll on there casually. And don't even take their winter coat off. Yeah, or I've seen them in a parka. During the- Kill it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, dude. Like Greer's got his hood on. He's got his fucking coat yeah. on. I'm like, what? Is- but uh, I saw Godfrey on a show that was not going that well. And he... Uh, he kind of like got into it with this woman, and, and she was. He was saying something about uh, women going after like men who are, are rich and powerful. About this, and uh, and she's kind of like, blah, blah. he's like, "What are you trying to tell me that women don't go after men that are that are not attracted to men that are rich and powerful?" And he did. He on the spot made up this whole bit about Trump going into a strip club in Eastern Europe, and Melania is stripping. And that's how he got Melania. But he like he like made up the music. Right. Like he started doing that like, oh, uh, like the, techno. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah the mm, Russian. Da. Yeah, the Russian. Yeah. And it was, I can't do it. It was fuck. And then he just kept bringing it. It was, yeah, he no. destroyed. That's what he does, man. He destroyed. You ever hear Godfrey do Jason Statham? It's yeah. It's fucking perfect. I'll bring it up. Uh, oh, it's, my God. He, he could do voices like, there's a couple of comics out there that, it's not just that they do voices. It's that the impersonations they do literally sound like the other yeah. guys. Like Dan Soder's good like that. Um, uh, Godfrey, I'm Greer. trying to think. Greer, Greer's Greer. voice is musical. Yeah, he talks and it sounds like he's fucking. He has like a singing, like a sing songy really way it's about crazy, him. Crazy, he just puts you to sleep. And then, yeah. and, yeah, honestly, yeah. and then when you meet him in person, he kind of talks like oh, that. 100 percent. Like crazy. he's the same person. You think he's putting it on, but, but that's like, what oh, finding hey, your voice is, though. That's and that's what he says. Like when you are the same person on stage as you yes. are off stage and yeah. it takes so long to get that level of comfort you know what i'm saying but let me yeah. ask y'all something do y'all yeah, think do y'all think the goon uh do y'all think stranger things is the this generation's goonies well there's comparisons i was gonna bring this up they both you know take place in the 80s they're both about a group of like young kids that are friends and they're kind of outcasts yeah. i think that stranger things is yeah, in the sense that of, of popularity and it's about friendship and shit. Sure, I think it's a different story for well, it's sure. Way darker. I mean, for and sure. and also Stranger Things is completely sci-fi based. Like, yeah, I mean, you're talking about different dimensions and and demons and shit. Whereas you know, this could actually could have kind of happened because not well because technically it's yeah treasure. The, I guess there has been treasure. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Booby traps were big in the eighties movies, right? Yeah. What what is that based off of? Were there real booby traps in history? Yes. Where yeah, of course what when when, when where treasure was, was hidden? Yeah. But when yeah. if I had a, all of Spanish silver and gold, I am not just gonna let you walk yeah, into yeah. a cave and take right, my shit. Right. So you're talking about. So, so I'm gonna have rocks that clap your skull and shit. But those are all they've all been found, I guess. Mm, okay. I think okay. It, I think <laughs> it's I think got, it's more that they were kind of Phil's lo- got treasure maps just falling out of his pockets. He's like, all right. I think it was I sort of like 80s, like they were there was a lot of it, people were into adventure. So even like with the Indiana Jones stuff, it's it like adventure? you're going it, I just want to say adventure. Yeah, okay. so, so. I'm all right with adventure. It. Um so it's like you if you're going looking for like treasure like that's where you're gonna there was also like quicksands another thing that there's no quicksand that anymore. is actually one of the most terrifying thoughts of my life because it actually still does exist in certain jungles so there is quicksand yeah yeah but it's, it's natural it's natural pockets yeah. it's not like booby trap it's like just yeah where you see in certain I, parts of i actually like researched how to get out of quicksand because i saw it on so you much don't shit move, and you're supposed to like dude it's a lot but i'm telling you if i'm sinking i'm going to you panic. gotta create you have to create more like surface area on the top, so yeah. that you float and then you gotta reach for a branch it's I such, did a, such, yeah, yeah, such no, useless well i watched bear grill so he jumped in at the show oh, yeah, and yeah. i'm like 
This one. No, I remember as a kid, I'm like, there's going to come a point where I'm going to need to know this. And it's never come up again. But that's the thing. The Goonies, like, booby traps were cool. But the best booby trapper of all is definitely Kevin McAllister. Home Alone. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You did not want no smoke with Kev when he was Home Alone. Okay. Sure. He was, that was a brilliant kid. I'm like, you got to be, how did you know how to use voltage and wires and shit? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me bring this up. This is uh, uh, Godfrey doing his Jason Statham I'm big fan. Big fan of your shit. And so he's actually talking I, to Jason Marshall, Statham. In this do you do a Jason Statham? I do, man. <laughs> do you I, really? I go, yeah. I don't want to I, I go, do I want it. Jason Statham to be, I want you to do a movie. Because I said, sometimes when I'm watching a Jason Statham movie, I can't hear his voice. It's so fucking low. Yeah. You know? And so I said, I think you should make a uh, movie called The Librarian. <laughs> you know? Oh, he's about to do it. And then Jason Statham comes up and goes, I told you guys to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still fucking talking. <laughs> And, that, and Statham just pounded it. Yeah. yeah. I did Jason the Jason. <laughs> yeah, that that's so great. Cool. Isn't that great, dude? He knows so many famous people. I know it's crazy. Godfrey's He's, been doing it for a minute, dude. dude over twenty years. Yeah. That's that is what he. That's what he said to me when I was uh, talking to him because I was just like, basically what we were just doing. I was just like, I don't know how you do this. Like, <laughs> and he told me he was like, man, what have you been doing? He was like, I was like seven years. He was like, I've been doing it twenty plus. Yeah. He was like, you keep doing what you're doing, and in twenty years, you'll look back at seven years, you and be like, it's not. Even I a saw him. Yeah, exactly. When I was yeah. a, like a teenager, where where my families like beach houses the jersey shore they were filming uh so the show jersey shore takes place in seaside Heights. Ah, the reason that Jer- no the reason that show was there is because mtv already had a relationship with the town because they filmed uh beach house mtv down there oh. so they were like always also filming did, like, true life jersey shore yeah yeah, yeah before, but they, they would yeah. be going down there so like they were there was a, around like they were like carson daly was around all these people and one day on the boardwalk they were filming a show and it was uh it was like a you get paid if you like take a dare i forget what they called it and it was like literally, a, uh, would you let somebody golf, like putt-putt, a goat eyeball into your mouth for how much money? And if you said, I'll do it for 100 bucks, they, they literally did. It was like Fear Factor before Fear oh, Factor. And Godfrey was geez. the host of that show. Oh, wow. And he's so charismatic that years later, I'm like, oh, that's the guy from that show. Like, oh. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he was a comedian. I didn't know anything about him. I just remember watching him for two minutes and being like, that guy is fucking amazing. Like he's a smart. My first introduction to Godfrey was those uh, Seven Up commercials. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, like, who yeah. is this guy? Yeah, yeah, I didn't even realize that was him till later. I remember yeah. him from Soul Plane. Oh yeah, he was in Soul Plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Zoolander. Zoolander oh, that's too. Right. That's a, he's yeah. one of the models, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, sense. damn, dog. That's, that's a crazy. big movie. That is huge, especially oh one. I think I came out. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was oh, huge. Yeah. Oh, I was like, shit, man. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> that is a long time to be in the game, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That'll be yeah. us years from now. We'll be I talking so. about it. Yeah. Um. So so back to the Goonies. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean, I, this. I, I honestly. I love, I'm a big sucker for coming of age movies. The way yeah. Peter likes action movies, he loves 80s action movies. I really love uh, coming of age movies. Like you mentioned, Stranger Things. Like we have a couple of um, things that are out today that are like coming of age and good, but for the most part, the 80s really nailed the coming yeah. of age and movie. And it was always a lot like of the John Hughes movies. The adults were always schmucks. Like yes. this movie, like, you yes. know, like, like what killed me this watching this this time around is like, 
oh, the dad is like, now you're cool, dad. Like the kids tell you not to sign the contract. Like, where were your balls before that moment? Like Corey Feldman just handed you your balls and told yeah. you not to sign the contract. Like it, it, White it, parents. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they were, yeah, they, they were, they were uh, very. I, I, no, I love coming of age. Because for me, like my yeah. imagination was such like I did. Like I wanted to, I wanted to be a Goonie. Like I wanted to get into adventures. Everybody I wanted, wanted you know what I mean? I wanted to live this life. You know? I wanted to get left home alone. Like, yeah, all these movies. <laughs> I was like, you can leave me for a week. I'll make it. I know. It. You know, in high school, uh, we used to call, me and my friends used to call each other the goons. It, right. this, this movie is, is very I didn't know good. where the, the term came from until this time. From, it's a neighborhood in Astoria. It's called the Goondocks. That's yeah. where the name In Astoria, Goon- Queens? No, no Oregon. Oregon. It, like in the, t- oh. in the town, there's a real neighborhood called the Goondocks. So they they reference it in the beginning of the movie. And, uh, oh. I, I never picked up on that. But the Goonies, but it meant that they weren't like, you know, jocks. Yeah, they, they were weren't. The they, were, they were basically the potheads. That's that's what I mean. They weren't in they this were movie, six. but they, they weren't <laughs> six. <laughs> like, well, Feldman was definitely doing. Something, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't remember how big. Like Chunk is basically the star of this movie, and he's he, dude. That's a great comedic performance. Oh, he crushes that's like an all time fucking comedy. Perf- and he's so fucking funny in this movie. He is. And I didn't realize how Jewish of a character he was. Like all his lines, matzo ball, he, he the bullets out. like the size of matzo balls. Yeah. This is a great the line. Bullets like the matzo balls. He, he can't get it out. He, he keeps yeah. trying to make that reference. When he pulls up to the car in the dark and doesn't realize it's the Fratelli brothers, and then the light <laughs> comes on, he starts he starts praying in Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, man. There's a lot of subtle details in this movie that they yeah. really well. They, they do. So this movie was written by Chris Columbus, who wrote Home Alone, Chris and also Columbus. And he, Chris, Col- I know. Chris, well, interesting. Yes. He directed. He directed the first three Harry Potter movies. Yeah, he so also, this guy's like prolific. Okay, he wrote. He yeah. wrote basically his two first produced screenplays were pretty much this movie and Gremlins. I thought Spielberg oh, wow. did the Goonies. So Spielberg produced it, and uh, it was directed by Richard Donner, who's another guy we've brought up on this podcast because Richard Donner did all the Lethal Weapons. He did the first Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah. Uh, he did The Omen, and he did another movie that I'm forgetting right now. Where he like he was a big director in the That's 80s, crazy. but yeah. Spielberg produced it. And there's there's like a little this bit. Is of, why we have Peter on the podcast? There's a little yeah, bit. He of, knows everything. I've never it's seen crazy. anything like. There's this. a little yeah. bit of controversy because of of how much Spielberg imposed his will onto this movie. So some people say that he was just a producer, and other people say that Spielberg kind of stepped in and like. Took over certain things. And, like and, Rain Man, dog. Like you're yeah, autistic this is my as fuck. <laughs> it's so dope. He is. He, and he's not. You know, the thing is, is it's only contained to '80s movies. Wait, like, that's not really, true. I know. You other, don't really have this only your powers could be used for good. I, I've been trying to figure that out for <laughs> 40 years. You are obsessed with '80s movies. I no, I am. Yeah. yeah. What is your favorite '80s movie? Oh, that's a great question. I have. A, I have. A, no, my, top three. No, my top favorite. Three. My favorite movie of all time is The Karate Kid. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Hey, he I can't even. That. Ralph Macchio did his damn thing. We ain't gonna talk about it, but that shit is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and Cobra Kai, I know they're doing the TV series. It's fucking great. I'll, I, I will it. give you that. That is a solid. Have you started question. watching the new season? I haven't seen season two yet. I think it started, right? It yeah, just came it out. Just started. Do yeah. you think they could like remake something like the good? Like, I feel like having a retarded kid chained up. Oh, See, I don't oh, want yeah. to get okay, on TV. So let's well, get he's into not retarded. So he's retarded. He's like a mutant. His eye was by his mouth, okay? It was. Is that I, what happens? <laughs> I was rewatching it today, and I was like, I was like, I remember growing up, like whenever, like the, because I feel like I knew families that had like a retarded kid. Like I just felt like it was like you a, feel like you know, no, I'm just yeah, saying, I, you know somebody. I knew some like there were some families that we knew that, had, and they would just put him in front of the TV. Like I think that's like really <laughs> true. It's like really true to life to just put the retarded kid in front of the TV and just like leave him alone for like twelve hours and hope for the best. And like hope he doesn't burn the house just down. Put his headphones on. <laughs> yeah. like, they that do part, have headphones. A that lot part of is the they always do. You take them headphones out, you will get your ass stabbed. So, so I've seen it. Ah! Like, 
<laughs> they so, always scream. I also, always scream. I also think scream. it's funny that that <laughs> sloth up. is sloth up. is so charm. I mean, uh, Chunk is such a charming kid that he turns the monster into his best but friend. But he's never the monster. And guess what? And Chunk really, I mean, he's not going to have like a big group of friends to begin with. So yeah, he's lucky to hang out. He's happy to circle. just hang around. That was going to be his circle he, anyway. One way or another, he's going to find a retard. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> Sloth is not the monster. I, Sloth is the hero of this film. They don't get out of the cave yes. without or Sloth. Or maybe he had like a stroke, and that's why he had the melted candle face. I think he had face. elephantitis, man. You I know think the, the you fact know the elephant face thing? Yeah. I think that's what that guy got. I, How did they accomplish this with the makeup? Like, it, so it's all it's all makeup. And, it's all makeup, and, and, and like it was just a guy. It's an animatronic. I'm not. A, what, is, what is it called when the eye is like robotic? Like they can, animatronic. They, they did not an, have like, that type of technology. Yeah, in they did, of course they did. I mean, that's what the, how they did Gremlins. That's how, that yep. they did all this yep. stuff. Really? And that's another thing that we talk about a lot is like the effects in these Versus movies. CGI. Well, they had Star Wars, so you're right. They could do that because yeah. Star Wars was fantastic. So that yeah. Sloth is played by a guy John Matichek, who was a, he was an NFL guy who then became an actor. Really? And he tragically died of a drug overdose at like 39 years old. Jesus. And it's funny because I was I was doing a little research on this. I was like, you know, what's this guy's deal? And uh, he was with uh, this beautiful black woman for all the 80s. And my first thought was chocolate. Rocky. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. That is funny <laughs> as fuck. That scene in the movie. That is like, Rocky Road. That is I, so funny. I must say chocolate to myself a couple times a week. <laughs> He, that woman, after he died, she married LeVar Burton. Really? Talk about no. like a weird trans. Like that's that a weird a, turn. That is. That dude is like the dude was like six eight, he must like two eighty. Like because she went the complete opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like when a girl leaves you for a guy that's nothing like you. Like yeah, you're not what she's bad. looking for. That feels. Bad. Was he in any other movies? Yeah, he did a lot of like TV and and stuff in the eighties. He, I mean, he died like a couple years after this movie came out, so oh. he wasn't really around for that long. Yeah. So, um, if anyone, I mean, it's crazy if you haven't seen this movie, but if you haven't, uh, Sloth is chained to the walls when when you were introduced to him by his for, the Fratelli family from the, his the bad family. Guys. Those were his yeah. brothers. His, his brothers, yeah, and his mom. Well, the, the, I think. And this is another thing. It's like the way that you you don't quite know if the mom is a is a woman or not. Like there's <laughs> there's definitely some g- genetic anomalies in that family. So I think it's perfectly reasonable that yeah. she would have one kid that would turn out. And they're way. all messed up. Like one, well, one just doesn't have hair, but the other guy's face that's is all fucked norm- up. No, that's that's his real that's face. His face. Oh, that's, that's, that's his that's real. Ro- <laughs> that's so le- it's so leathery. That's Robert Davi, who was like he was the villain in the worst James Bond movie by far. License to Kill is the fucking the, a terrible movie. But he was also in uh, Die Hard. Oh yeah, and, uh, he's and he's, in Die Hard. Like yeah. he's like a he's actually an opera singer in real life. So he like is, he had that's a great he, opera voice. But his movie, yeah. he's one of those guys that got really got fucked up by uh, HD. He like, wasn't in uh, Cop and a Half, was he? No, he might have been. He I mean he's he's been around. He's okay. like, but he's like one of those guys where like the like the HD technology like. You can't hide it anymore. Yeah, yeah so his I, movie I watched career, this in full time. T- oh, dude, like, I don't remember as a kid being like that guy has illegally. his face is fucked up. Now it's like clear that his face is fucked up. Yeah, it's messed up. He's got like craters and it's hard. Yeah. To, it makes yeah, my yeah. eyes water. It's fucking weird. Makes him look more like a sloth. Yeah, a little in a weird bit. Way. Well, sloth. It's funny that you thought that they found a guy that looked like <laughs> sloth to play the role. That's not what I thought. As no. opposed to just like the guy has bad acne. And he no, can't I help knew. It. I just knew it wasn't CGI because they didn't have that technology. So I was like, okay, so the makeup they must have been insane yeah. and i guess it was they really yeah. did the reason why this i think goonie goonies doesn't work if they have sloth now if they make goonies now they would do a cgi sloth yeah and it wouldn't it he, wouldn't hit this he same. wouldn't be as charismatic like you love sloth you really do at the end of this movie you really By the end of it, yeah you, 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 so we just we just did alien and i was actually listening yeah. to uh 
I, this is what I like to. I was listening to Walter Hill, who's one of the guys who helped create Alien, and we've talked about. He's probably him and Rick, Walter Hill and Richard Donner are like the two heroes of the '80s that no one knows. Like everybody knows fucking Steven Spielberg. Everybody knows Scorsese, but those two guys had their hands in so many great movies, and people just don't know their names. Mm. So Walter Hill helped create Alien, and he was talking about it, and he was saying that they. Because he, he, was, he was talking about he, he had seen some new, like, scary movie that was like a sci-fi kind of like a ripoff of Alien. And he said, he goes, it was really scary, but I knew the monster was CGI. And he goes, with Alien, it was more scary because you knew that the, the thing was right next to Sigourney Weaver. Right. It wasn't a computer-generated image. Like, she was right. in the room with right. the monster. Right. And that's why this, even though it's cheesy and even though you're like, oh, that looks fake, there's something more real about it because they really had to do it. And in the case of Alien, it do, it's not cheesy and it doesn't look fake. I no, mean, it's, it's a masterpiece. It's, it, no, it's amazing. But in but it, right, done right, animatronics, makeup is always a better effect than CGI. I mean, yeah. it really well, is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For real. I, I think we've lost Which that. Which is why a lot movies. of these new movies like that are remakes, they're mm-hmm. cool, but they don't do it for me like the no. old school. Because I'm just like, It doesn't somehow. hit you in the gut like nah. those movies did, yeah. you know? Like, 100%. You were like, you're really scared. It, yeah. it seems like it's something really dangerous. I remember being, when I was a kid, watching Goonies for the first time, I was scared of Sloth screaming in the in the beginning of the movie. When I first saw him, I couldn't look at him. It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. I, think I couldn't fucking look yeah, at him. Yeah, no, I totally get it, man. And and he, they, they look like you were saying, like, um, he's whatever, mentally challenged. Or he's not, I mean, I just think he's like an ogre. Dude. He's like a fucking... I don't know. Like, is he is he a person? It's so well, no, weird. I, dude. What's what's happening? Well, they, well, they are. Like, well, retarded people are people. <laughs> they are. They so are. He is a so, person. No, but was sloth a person or was sloth like? Do yeah. people like sloth exist today? Yes. Where? No, you know, where are they? No, they know, have them in colonies. You know what's dude, fucked up? Do no, they? Where are these? Actually, colonies? you know what's fucked up now? It's actually this is a real thing. Is women get their they get genetically tested when they're pregnant and then they have abortions if they find out that there's a chance that they might have a kid who has has any kind of deformities. Okay, well, so he's actually any? like real nature because that's what they do. And they, that's why you've never seen a retarded deer. I've I asked that when I was in school. <laughs> real shit, you've never seen a retarded animal because in sixth grade we had a we had a, a class pet. It was a rabbit. She got pregnant and we were waiting. We clocked the whole pregnancy, and on the day they were supposed to be born, we came in. 7 a.m. homeroom, and the fucking teacher was freaking out, cleaning up. She smothered the babies? No, she fucking ate them. She yeah. killed them. Yeah. And the teacher said that means they had some type of deformity. Animals always kill their young if they're not. I grew, I grew up on a farm, and we had the same there thing. You go, the mother, you'd have to often protect the babies from the, the mother. But are you really protecting them if they can't fend for themselves? I mean, well, that's, that's, this is a really interesting question about, like, are we, are we animals or are we above animals? We are we're, animals. We're just the smartest ones. Yeah, but we're, the thing that separates us is that we protect our weak. But it's still called Darwinism, survival of well, yeah, but we, but Peter's point, and he's right. We do operate the opposite in society. Yeah, like we we're, protect like we're, our weak people because like, of of societal norms. But you take away rules, oh, we would yeah. be the same it's as savage. Absolutely, yeah, but, right. but, but I'm yes. saying, but that's I think that's what makes us human beings is that we do protect. I don't the, think I, I don't weak. think I think that that's a fu- that it doesn't make us not animals because we do that. I think it. It's just something we do. I mean, it's something we've evolved to do. I mean, believe me, there's time. the ability to empathize. I think, you really so think that yeah. we're like in a divine way better than animals or more than animals? Yeah. 
What? what? <laughs> yeah. Do you really? Absolutely. I mean, I oh, hunt. Wow. I I hunt were, so I do feel like I'm I at the top of the food yeah. chain. All right. I feel like time. I'm speaking to two God fearing men right now. Absolutely. I'm just, we're, yeah. we're like we're not we're not savages. We're not supposed. I mean, we're it's in our nature. It's the, there's a struggle in human nature, and that's and that's the thing is it's it's good versus evil, and the the good is to fight the evil nature and and protect. I think it's for the the strong to protect the weak. I think it's fucked up. I think they're basically eliminating people with Down syndrome now. Are they? More and more women are having selective abortions when, when they find out that kid might have Down syndrome. You're in, and it's, I've, I, I, for some reason, I've known a lot of Down's people. Like I had kids, yeah. kids in my high school. It was around. And, and, even, and, and maybe because my, you know, I'm Sicilian, island cultures, you tend to have genetic anomalies because it's a closed environment. So there was always like, there was like always like the one runty guy. So there are more always, like slow people in Italy because of incest? Not Italy, but like specifically Sicily. No, but specifically Sicily, Sicily because it's isolated. It's, it, each, each town was kind of isolated from the other towns. And so you, you would just see like weird things where it's like one family where like the kids couldn't have kids do you know what i mean they would have like greece probably got a lot of tarts too then but they but like they're also (laughs) but they're all super they're superstitious like they're super superstitious so my grandma's like oh that family uh they uh they got scared when they were younger or something i'm like no it's because the first cousins got married grandma like what the fuck are you talking about yeah a lot of white people back in the day were fucking their cousins oh i know i know first cousins that are married what you know them personally? Yes, and they had and their are they kids. Your first cousin? Wait, no, what do you mean? this is a lawless land you're talking they're about. They're distantly related to me, and their kids. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, they. That's I literally, my my grandfather. So wait, had, is she hot? No, my no. grandfather. Okay. Had, my, of course, she's not. My <laughs> grandfather had a cousin. They two first cousins that married. They had two kids, and each one of them had real problems. One of them could could never get pregnant, and the other one had a daughter. It was the only kid they could have, and the daughter's hair fell out when she was like twelve. Oh my god! Wait, wait, wait! I can't. Wait, wait! So, so this is what my grandmother told me. My grandmother, so every she was completely fine, but then one day all her hair yes, fell out. Yes, alopecia. And, and her, my grandmother Aww. goes, she must have got scared when she was a kid because that's what happens. Your hair falls out. So my grandmother thinks the reason I went bald is because I got scared. You got terrified one time. And so it when just I crossed. when I was nineteen, I went backpacking in Europe and I got a kidney stone. I had to go to the hospital in France. And my uh. grandma, my grandmother goes, that's why your hair fell out. I was like, actually, grandma, I think it comes from you. Yeah. I think the grandmother's genes are where you get your your hair genes from, but that's you can't tell her any different. Like that's really what they believe. Yeah, they're very. They're, yeah. I thought you. I thought you. They came from your mom's dad's. Well, yeah, the, that's ma- the mother's your mom's family. Yeah. family. That's oh. what they say. But yeah. uh, long story. But I don't think that that's long story true. My grandfather. Um, I'm, well, I don't know. He had. Did you Indian. lose your hair? Like, or you shaved? I shaved it? my. No, I lost my hair because when I shaved my dreads off in nineteen, I had a nice little patch in the middle. Oh. And, and so, like, it was thin. Oh, that and sucks. I, so, yeah, you didn't I, know. You no, did, oh. until I shaved off. And at twenty, I made the decision to take it off. It was like a huge risk because I, I was like embarrassed. Well, like, you're, man. you're lucky. It, it totally works. Well, it for worked you. out. It's the best decision yeah. I made. I grew into it. But at twenty, yeah. when you're bald, you're either on the swim team or chemo, and I was yeah. neither. So people were just like, "What's I, up?" I my, brother, my, my, my friends, uh, not my friends. Uh, well, well, my friend's roommate uh, went bald at twenty in college, and he had to and, look at your fine ass every day. Uh, my, I, and I was thinner at the time, dude. I was crushing Damn, it. Damn, yeah, it was tough. And I got I got long hair and shit. But he 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 grew the the, the beards coming back in style has helped bald men. It really tremendous. has. Yeah. It really has. I yeah. I, I, I shaved my head at twenty one. I started going bald. Yeah, bald you guys. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And it, it was like it, the funny thing is like I sometimes I forget. I'm like now I'm like four. It's like I'm supposed to be bald now. Yeah. Right. But like at 21, 24, 27, early, I just wanted I wanted to have like a faux hawk for a little while. 
You know what I mean? Like I feel like I didn't get to really so many cool hairstyles. I didn't came get to out utilize all the it. hairstyles that I really wanted. That's the only thing that bummed yeah. me out. Like oh, I don't man, care that, that I'm bald now, yeah. but at the time I was like, oh, it'd have been nice for no, a little while. I've, I definitely have had hair envy. Before. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. I bet everyone. Has, everyone. has anyone ever had more beautiful hair that like abuses That's what I'm it? Alex's hair is fantastic. And he just covers it at all times. Yeah, he's always wearing a little beanie like a hipster. I fucking hate listen, dude. I do what I want. I got my hair. He came on. He came into my restaurant on a date. I'm like, maybe take the hat off for a date. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then class. And then he's at the table. He doesn't fix his hair. I was like, maybe go to the bathroom and like. He's like, I was like, why do I have to walk you through the whole process here? Like, fix your hair. Because you know why? Because he takes it for granted. Yeah, I do take it for granted because I have it and it's not going anywhere. Room that so, shit. I'm, my dude, God, I'm would, so confident. That I would I'm gonna wrap have my, my hair in a bonnet before I go to. What sleep. would you do to protect it? Yeah, like oh Erica Badu. <laughs> yeah, like a bonnet, and then I'd cover the bonnet with a do rag, a velvet oh, do rag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> velvet. <laughs> I'd wake up with fucking waves, boy. My shit would be late. <laughs> Yo, man, that that dude. Um, we were worried about that with Josh, our buddy Josh Wesson, when he when he cut his dreads recently. We were like, "You're gonna be bald, dude," because he said he, he hadn't. Wasn't. He wasn't. He's got hair. He's is fine. It just, is it just really stressful on your scalp? No, 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 no. It's because you don't see. If you grow dreads out, and I'm assuming this is the same with you, he didn't cut his hair for fucking like ten years, dude. So you don't know what's right. under there. And when you retwist your dreads, you do lose hair. But if you if you're not gonna go bald. It's still going it to grow back. back. But if you were yeah. going to already start to go bald, you have that stress on the follicles by constantly retwisting and pulling true. it. Yeah. It starts to, yeah, and the ones that are going to go, they're going to go quicker. It speeds up the process. That's true. Bit. It does. Like, you know how, like, I don't know about, well, you guys actually won't relate to this, I guess, because for a <laughs> while. Smart you smart But no, I, it just came to me as I was saying it. But, like, when you, when you go, like, two or three days without washing your hair or whatever... And then you wash your hair in the shower, and I just you shed a lot of hair. Like I don't know. I sounds I like you're bragging, but okay. I'm not <laughs> bragging. But I have hair all over my shower because I shed like crazy. When you when when you're doing the dreads, it's similar. It's like uh, the oils and shit because you're not washing it that often. I have that, that same way. problem, but, but that's shoulder and belly hair. Oh it's not god, from that. <laughs> ew. But y'all do that. But I'm be honest, man. You know, you know, I sleep with a lot of Caucasian women. White people just shed. We in shed. general. Yeah, we oh shed. Like god. I've I've stayed with white chicks, and it's just I shed you're like just a white pulling, girl. Like, Strings of hair from your ass crack. Yeah, you don't even know how you got there. Like yeah, it's dude. crazy, especially Italian girls. Oh dude. my <laughs> it's god, crazy. I'm like, what the? F- dude, I with, oh, we're fine. With, I, I shed like a white girl for sure. I oh, shed yeah. a little because most most white guys don't have enough hair to shed. Right, but no, yeah. With, with my ex, I would drop my laundry off at the laundromat to get done, and I would pick it up clean and there would be her her hair would be like entangled in the bag yeah. like in the clothes after being washed and dried so what you having all this back hair and stuff like are you like a <laughs> yeah how is that uh, yeah like, what do, you, that do, like? You, do you just you'll take your shirt off though at a pool like I'll no tr- i trim it up in this in yeah the do you, ba- you wax your back i so it's you funny. have to get someone to do it. it's funny it. because uh we, I, I told you about this is like these goonies brings up like childhood um <laughs> perfect I was more upset. Like, so I started losing my hair, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to have to deal with this. This is going to be fine. It's going to be okay. And then I started growing hair on my shoulders. I was like, this is so much worse. Wow. <laughs> this is so much worse. Yeah. And I was actually in, in Sicily the first time my cousin took me to get my back wax at some oh. woman's house. And at a woman's house. <laughs> she, like, this was, she some did old it on, country. She did it on the house. side. She, did it on, she goes, you have to stay calm. And I, <laughs> I would have been terrified. I started sweating, like flop sweating. And she's like, I can't do this. Your whole body is covered in sweat. <laughs> oh, <that's> so gross. <laughs> so then I went through like a nair period. Which- oh, <laughs> boy. Yo, we have gotten to the nitty gritty today. What smells worse than nair? It smells like death. It smells like cancer. Nair smells nair, so Like bad, if one man. of my kids is a sloth, it's going to be because of the fucking nair that I put oh, on my back. Oh, yeah. The chemicals and a, shit. The chemicals you just put in your body. But now my I just, dad used to nair his back hair. Oh, oh now. I just remembered 
that. <laughs> I just remember that for the first time. Now oh. I just took some clippers. The thing is, like, my I basically I have like a like a hair like union. If I take my like, it's just what? like it's continuous. Oh, like when guys are talking about like shaving Wait, their balls. What do you mean stuff, hair? Like union. Chewbacca? Like you're just like, like one you're big sweater? Not like, like not like. Not like thick fur, but I I have hair from Everywhere. like 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 I'm wearing like th- like thermal underwear. You have, like, do you have toe hair? Yeah, I do. Little bit. I have oh. Hair. oh my! I have hairy feet. So it doesn't make. <laughs> so if I, I like. So if I like shave my balls, would be like, why are your balls naked when the rest of your body's covered? Right. In you know what I mean? It would look so weird too. <laughs> you have the little white pouch right on your. <laughs> so even in my back, it's like it's like the hair is always gonna be there. I just gotta I just gotta trim it up a little bit. I just don't want it to be thick. I'm so so. Wait, when did you start getting back hair? How old were you? Like 23, 24. Right. Worse. Because I'm 27 now and I still haven't gotten like major. Oh, which back is weird because you have dark. Thick, nah, you would have yeah. already grown it if yeah. you were gonna get it, dog. Because you hair. There's shit. weird, like yeah, there's I'm Italians good. that I'm are good. like dark and swarthy, and, and, and for some reason Hairless. don't have a lot of bar- body hair. Yeah. It's like a weird. It's another genetic anomaly. Somebody somewhere in your family, a cousin fucked another cousin, well, and you ended up with nobody. Well, hair. I did twenty three and me. A reoccurring theme in your culture, <laughs> right? <laughs> Italians are fucking definitely sexual people, and and they're they're weirdos. But I, I'm only sixty eight percent Italian after I did twenty three and me, and I thought I was a hundred percent. Well, like both my parents yeah. are. Italian. You know, and my mom's like from uh, she's not even she wasn't born in America. She, she was born in Venezuela. It's a whole thing, but she's she's full Italian. Anyway, um, but I found out I'm like eight percent Jewish, eight percent Ashkenazi Jewish, and then like twelve percent North African. Well, but so the, that could be like the thing with Italy and Sicily is that everybody passed through there. Right, like, no, there were Vikings, totally. there were French, Vikings, there were Spanish, like, who knows? North Africa. My dad looks like he's like Algerian. My dad gets stopped at airports. People are, for like random your searches. Your dad looks like he's Nigerian. Al- Algerian. Oh, like, no, very like different. No, 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 no. But like North African, like Arab. Yeah, I know that's North. But my mom, my mom, his dad just walks around in blackface. It's like so. Your father just wears a dashiki. <laughs> Long flowing ropes. Pizza. <laughs> Have you seen Coming to America? That's basically my father. Uh, no, but like my mom has like got like blonde hair and, and green eyes. So there's like all these like different like there's we have yeah. redheaded people in my family. We have like really, really? dark people in my family. Really, you have like, redheads? Yeah, that's that's rare. That's yeah. a rare Italian. Uh, I have redhead night. Uh, redhead Italians rare. Yeah, I have green that's eyes like that. My mom has. Yeah, green I, eyes. I I have hazel like kind of light yeah, eyes which is but weird it, but that's for what, an Italian. but that's what, going back to sloth with i think one right. of the things we lose right. is that kind of interesting variety if if we like pre- <laughs> that's, that's one way you could well, call no, it saying, if we pre <laughs> listen they, we they need bring, more of those yeah they pre- no they bring there there is a reason that they exist and it's a shame if you're just like every, i want everybody to be perfect that's true that's yeah. literally what science fiction is about is like human beings like the hubris to think that like oh i'm just gonna make perfect babies that's how that's how you get well we're getting there man have you ever heard of uh what they're doing with crispr which is like this new genetic engineering technology. They could literally like identify cleanups. Well, they can identify the gene that will for eye color. Let's say, and they go, all right, I want a kid with green eyes. Yeah, you can pick, and you can pick the eye color. I think that's sick. It's gonna, yeah, that's getting sick. That's sick. Like, I think not, not sick and good. I think like, you're trying to play. But that's, that's. that's, I mean, this is what our science fiction stories are about. The whole thing where you can choose to have like an abortion and based off. It's, yeah, that's different. it's 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 fucked up, but I get it. I, get I definitely it too. get it. I get but it, picking eye color and shit, as long as the baby's gonna be normal, let him look how genetics is, wants him to look. Yeah, you know? yeah. You start fucking around with that, it's like, yeah, it could end up fine, I guess. Or you but make it's a also superhuman. like or or you're it's just like who are you to decide so, what this what's person is for them? Right, yeah. There's exactly. a there's a, a famous short story called The Birthmark by Nathaniel Hawthorne from like the eighteen hundreds. Okay. And in the in the short story it's a guy is a doctor, but you know it's eighteen hundreds doctor, right? So and his just... wa- his wife is stunningly beautiful, mm. 
and she has a birthmark on her cheek. And he goes, you know what? You're perfect. I love you so much. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. But just that little birthmark, it's, you know, it's the one thing that's not perfect about you. He goes, let me fix the birthmark. And the story is he, he kills her. He like he basically oh, po- no, but not on purpose. He poisons her to try to to, to to take away the birthmark, and it ends up killing her. We, we've been telling like our culture has been telling us stories since the dawn of time to warn us against the kind of things that we're now doing about uh, your body, like uh, well, just any any of the, and that, any of this kind of stuff where you where you plastic surgery, all the stuff we're doing. Well, now. you have gotten a little crazy with the plastic surgery has gotten away from us is because it, the asses. I mean, yes. I like a nice fat ass, but I live in I live in. Washington Heights slash Harlem. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's just too much. Oh, dude, yeah. I, where I'm from in Jersey, like uh, there's a lot of Colombians, and they they go back to Columbia and they get their ass. Oh, they go done, to DR where it. I mean, yeah. that, and it's like it's only a couple grand, and some people are getting it done. It's, their legs are skinny, so they look like a bug's life. They look like ants and shit. <laughs> like, it looks ridiculous. Yeah, man. You're it's right. like you know that ain't. It's real. like a mental illness. It like, is because then they get they get hooked on it. They, and they do. Keep and doing I know it. I know a chick, yeah. a comedian, and she. I, she I likes think that I know. Shit. I think I have an idea. Yeah, of and she you're does that about. shit. And every time you talk to her, is I think I'm gonna get this done next. I'm gonna, and I'm like, you are a beautiful fucking like yeah. woman. Like, chill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, you gotta stop. Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's it's really crazy that like it used to be the fringe people got worked on or someone with a really fucked up nose got a nose job and you're like oh i can understand they that. want a, t- a snake tongue so they split it in this weird oh, that type weird. shit sure like those people friend, yeah. they're crazy and you're yeah. like or or you know that's fine they want to do that whatever but now it's like really like everyone knows someone with a fake body part yeah we something. all know people so with weird. something it's weird even if it's just collagen in the lips to it's like on- yeah the fuck yeah like, just be you know, be yourself be yeah. yourself to be honest I really and and this might come across ignorant or something. I don't know. I think everyone looks better without it, or at least ninety percent of the people. Say, I don't know. I didn't see some other ducklings who have changed. That's true. Chloe Kardashian jobs. is now fuckable. True. To me. And nose jobs. Nose jobs Wait, really work. You think? I said no, Chloe, Chloe Kardashian oh, Chloe, yeah. is now fuckable. When she first started, she was, that, the, she she was, was the fat one. She was, and I was like, mm-hmm. and then she got started, and now I'm like, Chloe, fine as fuck. She is. <laughs> She doesn't look like how she, she looks. No, she doesn't. And at she all. and she's probably still got that fat girl insecurity oh, too. Oh, that's, like, that's why she dealt with Tristan Fuck, Thompson cheating yeah, on her. Yeah, doggy. <laughs> she is a battered woman mentally. <laughs> Yo, man, I love a low self-esteem bitch. Me, they're the best ones, <laughs> yeah. guys. Broken women. The I fact hate to say is, it. Even the hot I ones love... have some insecurity. You just gotta find what Actually, it is. the hottest chicks are the most insecure. That's that's true, it's always the ugly girls. You gotta remind them they're ugly because they're like, <laughs> I would never talk to you. I'm like, have you seen what you look like, bitch? Oh my. I, it is true. There's a there's a perfect uh, balance of like attractiveness that like if you're too attractive, you have this weird like insecurity thing, and you wouldn't. Let's judge it like this: like you wouldn't talk at a comedy show in the audience. You're, you're so attractive, you don't want to bring attention to yourself. Right. But there's that mixture of like not that hot, but hot enough to have confidence. Where do you go? No, at a yeah. comedy show. Yeah. Well, you I know think what it's, I mean? I think or it's, it's that friend who drags their friend away at the yeah. bar. Like, what are you doing? You're yeah, like, get out are, of here. Are you, you're the cock <laughs> block friend. I think. Exactly. It's, I think exactly. girls. That's the same person. I think yeah. their friends <laughs> lie to them, which is why I t- like I always tell like young female comics people who want to start coming. I'm like, don't bring your friends to an open mic because they're going to tell you how great you are, and you need to hear that you're terrible. Like. You should like, tell them not to go to the open mic. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's probably not gonna be any good. <laughs> but uh, it's like they're, they're. I think the ugly girls, their friends lie. Oh, oh my god, no, you're beautiful. I don't know what the guys are talking about. It's like rather they, than be like maybe. girls have a very like their culture, especially with their friendship. It's like very supportive. They don't believe in honesty good, the way men do until right. they're not friends. Yeah, yeah. And, then it gets, and then it gets woo. vicious. Yeah. Well, they also I think they lie to the pretty girls too and try to drag them down yeah. to make them feel. That's bad. why. That's, that's why dudes are awesome because when you yeah. have an ugly friend, you tell him he's ugly. Oh, and you're yeah. like they're like. 
my God, you caught the short look end at of the stick. <laughs> look at how we meet Chunk in this movie. Like, they literally make him take his shirt off. Trouble, trouble. It's That's so mean. Iconic scene. And the, the funny thing is, if you see what he looks like now, that guy, he's like super skinny, shaved yeah. head. He's a fucking successful attorney in LA. He's like, fuck this life. Mm. He, like, he like turned his life around. He's like a different person. Like, if anything, he made out more than... The only guy who like, really made out of this movie in Hollywood is is Josh Brolin. No, I and uh, Sean Astin's got well, yeah, a pretty he's, he's in Stranger Things. Yeah, oh, but yeah. He, yeah, but he's not a... He, like, Josh Brolin's become, like, like Oscar-nominated Oh, sure, yeah. Star. But they both I, I done well. I love Josh Brolin. And it's funny because, like, Josh Brolin now... He, like, he's such a man's man. He's such mm-hmm. a, like, a rugged guy. He's a real puss in this movie. I was yeah. like... As the older brother, I wanted him to be, like... Like, like sack up act, a little act bit. like the big brother. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no. he's like, I don't know, Mikey. I don't know. It's a little scary with the ship. I don't know. I so, mean, he's just being reasonable. Mikey's a fucking cunt this whole movie i, I really <laughs> I don't, don't like him he like you have a weird it's, i think it's it's like a i call it the marty mcfly problem you have a problem with McFly. that character you, whoa yeah like, whoa. i hate yeah. marty McFly. whoa i'm sure y'all have had this movie on here yeah, already we, we, yeah but i need to address this. what the fuck do you mean you hate marty mcfly he's just nobody's that cool what? he's not he cool. is no yeah. he's a loser dude he wants everyone to think he's cool no, but he's, oh i'm gonna get on my skateboard and and hang on to the back of cop cars because that's what cool guys do in right 1950, right that was ahead of his time 1985 yeah. wasn't it the movie was made in 85 but it takes but place, place in the 50s because he's he a fat michael j fox could suck my dick oh. I don't dude, care. he has the shakes go he easy was, <laughs> he was, yeah even better he was on the comedy it, uh, the comedy seller <laughs> podcast and i couldn't listen to it because i can't listen to his him speak like it was so hard me no they had michael j fox on recently on the comedy are you talking podcast. to the mic dude oh <laughs> yeah i was like what the fuck is i'm not doing? even on i'm not even on drugs it's uh, all good. I, uh, it's they fun. had michael j fox on the comedy store podcast and like he's he you can't listen Wait, to him. he talks weird he has parkinson's yeah dude. but the parkinson's was my, like my probably makes his jaw shake too Oh, I didn't know that. I think everything shake. Dude, mm. I heard an open micer say something. Open mic. It was probably, I'm going to be honest, it was one of the funniest things I ever heard. <laughs> I love that. He's, I love it an open mic. Yeah, it, and I was like, wow, that was gold. He said, he said, do you realize how buff Michael J. Fox would be if somebody gave him a shake weight? Fucking <laughs> 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 die. That's very funny. I was like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> and then you just give it to him. He can't stop. He just can't stop. Just all day long. Yo, that would be so funny, dude. I was like, that's good stuff. The reason why I think people make, uh, you know, Michael J. Fox jokes is because, like, he was the only guy that really, like, highlighted his Parkinson's in interviews and showed people, well, like, it what it early. looks like. Well, it was early. Nah, Muhammad Ali had Parkinson's. Yeah. Well, he wasn't, yeah, but he was, like, Old and deteriorating, and he had caught a couple head blows. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. How did Michael get it? Is that genetic? It's genetic. genetic. Yeah. They that say sucks. that like like rope a dope. Like it, it for Muhammad Ali, it like it exacerbated the fact that he had all those head blows. Yeah. But he but was it is something it you anyway. either have it or you don't have it. Mm-hmm. It's not like CTE or nothing. No, no. But no. he because he was. I mean, he came out like in his forties, I think, with it. Michael J. Fox. J. Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was a big surprise. Us, he, he was a big part of my childhood too. Like Michael J. Fox was a yeah, huge part of my childhood. I'm not even. You're right about you're you're gonna jump into. I have a pro- you, you're saying you have this problem. I think I feel like it's a similar character to the, to the Marty McFly. That's why Mikey is very similar to Marty McFly in this movie. Yeah, ambitious and you young white kid from the '80s movie. I don't like. But him. like and like a guy I don't who, know. Why. There's something like enough. I've always like I like the kids who can like rope the other kids. Yes, in. that's fine. Yeah, can get like to get the other kids to do shit. Like that's a that's a fun character to me. Like the no, one who's yeah, like, that's... all right, let's go on, let's go fucking find a pirate ship. That's fine. It. Look, I I don't actually hate Mikey. I Marty McFly really rubbed me the wrong way. Mikey, <laughs> not so weird. much. It's, it's, it's nothing it's wrong. It's a generational thing. It it's gotta be. Well, no, wrong. I think it's because. All right, how old are you? Thirty. Thirty. I'm. I'm twenty-seven. I'm okay, going so we're pretty. Yeah. Okay, I saw 
Back to the Future for the first time when I was in my 20s. That's why. That's why. That's because why I wasn't yeah. looking up to Marty McFly. I was yeah, like, you were fucking breaking down the movie and exactly. why it wasn't real and shit. Yeah. Sure. I'm looking at it like, oh my God, time this machines do it. This is yeah. offensive to Lebanese terrorists, this movie. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of. No, I'm just Well, the, it, it's not Lebanese. Oh, when they. they the, oh my God. Those are the Lebanese. Yeah. yeah. They say something. Don't they say. Uh, it, it is kind of racy. I can't remember what they said. It say. was a different time. It was a, yeah. it was a simpler time. It was time. a oh. different time. Yeah, it was, man. We do these 80s movies all the time, and this is, what, our 33rd episode or something. In every, almost every one of... Can you figure out how to operate a phone, Peter? fucking old-ass man. Silent, he was like your mom trying to figure... He's like, why is it Fidgeting, making this noise? Fucking his mouth is vibrating. <laughs> fucking Jesus, not talking to the mic. I, later, figure it out. Actually, that reminds me. I need you to show me how to do the Blu-ray. Uh, 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 was it Bluetooth on, on my new phone? Oh, do okay. the Bluetooth. He called it Blu-ray. You want to do the, the Bluetooth? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Blu-ray, He's the Bluetooth. old as fuck, dude. Do you go on the YouTubes? <laughs> like, yeah. They always pluralize it. You want to go on the YouTubes? Uh, no, my mom told me she was like, "You ever tweet her about that?" <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> no, tweet her." Yeah, you tweet her about it. It's like you can either tweet on Twitter, yes. but you can't tweet her anything. Yeah. My mom still asks me how I remember all the words to my jokes. Like it's like it still blows her mind that you could just get up on stage and just remember shit. So for twenty minutes, yeah, mm-hmm. you. Don't even have do to you look mem- at your Do phone. you memorize it? Yeah. I think that's a common thing. I don't think that's like an old person. Like a lot of people ask you that question. They go, oh, so do you have a set list? Oh, do you have like non-comics? Yeah. They always ask me like, oh, do you like write out everything long for you? You're like, I guess sometimes. Every time I leave New Jersey and come back to New York, my mom asks me about the trains. Like, she, like she's blown away that there's a train that will take me home. I'm like, mom, you've been in New York City a million. Like it, for some reason, like it doesn't register to her. Like it's mm. like this like, oh my God. So wait, there's a train that'll take you. Is it near your apartment? Like, yeah, no, there's one in the middle. You got to walk well, she, from the she, center. She never lived in the city. She was born in Manhattan. So she, that's, that's the thing, weird. though. My mom, not well, my mom's from North Carolina, but she mm. lived here in the '80s. It was the first place she moved after college. She was working in insurance, oh, wow. and so the things that she's like when I went home. Uh, but I mean, before I moved here, I remember my mom sitting me down. She was like, "You be careful in that city." Oh yeah. She was like, "Because Philip, people will put crack in your pocket and set you up to go to jail." And I looked at her. I said. Who's giving away free crap? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I was like, nobody does that. What, a, what, <laughs> was, an, what an amazing city. Like, yeah, like, I was like, hey, let me know. Because I don't smoke crack, but I will sell it if they're giving uh, it. Ma, I think that guy was trying to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking try, giving you free drugs. What do you mean he was giving crack? No, my, my grandma's like, don't carry any money on you in mm. New York City. They Keep it in like, your front pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are pickpockets everywhere. I haven't ran into a pickpocket yet. I'll Where tell you what, fucking, I used to get told. I was warned about pickpockets my whole life right. i never had to record. i got mugged in my hometown in jersey i took the train back to jersey and i got mugged by the train station in my in actually by the train station <laughs> oh like oh by like spy, getting oh, getting yeah. off the train back in in jersey i thought it was like the conductor yeah, pulled yeah. up yeah. like run yeah. your pockets <laughs> New Jer- two guys who work for new jersey transit robbed <laughs> <laughs> me and no, the thing is, no. it's totally believable. He's like, he's nobody's like, gonna believe as, you. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'll have, I'll take your ticket and everything you got in your pocket. <laughs> Put it in my hat. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, and that's and it's funny because it's I mean with these movies too, it's like it's the the adults. I think they get the spacey mom perfectly in this. Oh, movie. they do. I, what I was gonna say is, in every movie that we've done in the thirty three movies, there's always something that's like a little racy that wouldn't fly today. I don't know about the Goonies. I don't know if they did anything. Oh, fifty dollar bell. That's oh, my other that's, it. that's <laughs> it. There's some Asian stuff yeah. in this. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a lot of. There's a lot, there of, was a lot like of shade to the. All right, here he was the smartest one. Had all the knickknacks. We need. Well, a, yeah. 
Come on. We need to have an honest conversation about race. Okay. Let's which, which, which is what people say when they don't want to ever talk, <laughs> hey, have hey, any honest it's talk get real about dicey right now. <laughs> no, it's yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. That's what that's what people say when nope. they when nope, like when they say no disrespect. You know, it's about yeah, to be yeah, hella so, disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. Then, like, th- there's one thing to like try to oppress people or like mm. take people's rights. But to make jokes about stuff that's like good natured and funny, like I think we've lost that a little bit. Yeah, like sure. Data is like he's one of the heroes of the movie. His Absolutely, name is Data nigga. Like they did that's that. So and but he's funny. funny. That's and at the end, how did I not? At the end, at the end, his dad is like, "You're my greatest invention." Like that's a beautiful moment. Like, it is I, a beautiful moment. I like he's a great character. And it's like the sensitivity. They're not. They're not trying to oppress Asian people in this movie. No, they're not trying to hurt people. They're just it's a stereotypes are funny and they're all based off truth. That's why people are so uptight when people like make chicken jokes. I'm like, but bitch, I do want some watermelon. And if you got fried chicken, I'm taking that too. Yeah, Yeah. we. I mean, everybody likes it. But as black people, you know, we fuck. What's better than fried chicken and watermelon? Like, how is it an insult? Well, I prefer them separately, but (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) But in general, there's a lot of stereotypes. I wouldn't say all stereotypes are true because I'm sure there's some that are like. Oh, they all. I mean, like honestly, no, not all. Majority come from. You ever been cut off? Somebody taking a left turn from the right lane, you pull yeah. up, and she's Asian. It, now, bro, it never fails. I'm yeah. like, I, and the thing is, I, I never get mad. I just start laughing. I'm like, I, know I actually it. laugh. It I knew it. Laugh. I'm like, I knew it, when bro. When stereotypes play out, yeah. I don't get mad. No, I laugh. I start I laugh. I'm like, it's racist yeah. as fuck. I said, but were you wrong? It's like, funny. Yeah, I didn't even see her. I just knew. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I got, I've been dying to get this off my chest. Oh, from years of work, he just from, says the N word. <laughs> 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 it just goes. Ah. I've been dying to get this off my chest. Boom! <laughs> I'd have been like, Boom. Jesus Christ! From, oh man, I said this on stage the other night. <laughs> <laughs> From years of working yeah. in restaurants, yeah, a group of black women who have a dinner reservation will never show up on time, and they will never know how many women are in their group. Okay. Well, the last part is false. Eight, the on-time thing, correct. Eight, yeah. eight, <laughs> if you have a reservation for eight black women at, at, eight, oh, at 8 o'clock... That like a party. At, at eight black women at 8 o'clock... By 9.30, there's 14 black women in the table. <laughs> well, yeah, because once they got there, they called three more people. Like, Tisha right around the corner. I swear to yeah, God, yeah. I, yeah. I've been working in restaurants for 13 years. There is never a group of black women who have a reservation that show up on time and know how many people are in their party. Wrong. That's 100% based in reality. That is that is true. It's true. I never heard but that. But see, working true. in restaurants made me racist. It's, I mean, oh. yeah. I was, well, I was already racist. Do you, you did too. I worked in restaurants too. I worked in all three of us. Yeah. All, all okay. the time. Same. I, 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 used, I, so used to, I was used a waiter for three years. I used yeah. to work on the Upper East Side for years, and what I said was, "Working here is not going to make me any less anti-Semitic." Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not seeking it out, but like people just they just they just throw it out there. Yeah. Like some of the stuff they just they just they just let you know. No. And it's like I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not becoming anti-Semitic, but but my experience here that's is not another make me stereotype that's 100 percent true. If you work in the service industry, Jewish people complain. About a everything, lot, Morty. I hate all that lot, shit, dude. bro. Just everything. It's I work, not cooked well, bro. I worked <laughs> at Juniors in Times Square, dog. Juniors, Juniors, the, the cheesecake. cheesecake. Oh, right okay. The yeah. Jewish deli, basically. We got yeah. all the pickles and shit. We served the beets. I ran into so many old Jewish people, and yeah, even the sweet ones just yeah. they can't help but get, even in a sweet way. Yeah, they do. They yeah. fucking can. The breast gets a little dry, but it'll do. Like, yeah, shut yeah, up. Right. Yeah. They gotta throw in the dick, right. even if it's all right. <laughs> right. It's weird because you, after a certain amount of time, and and uh, a number, if you live around certain stereotypes, especially with the Jewish complaining thing. 
you realize it's a part of their culture and it's not meant like they don't mean to be like fuck you this sucks they mean it like i'm gonna give you my two cents on this because i'm your customer i call it holocaust privilege (laughs) (laughs) that one got peter oh my god that's the hardest you ever laughed on the podcast <laughs> it is true though. Just saying. You know what? They yeah. had it rough for you, a, you know, a, a few years back there. They couldn't get any food. I'm they still waiting on us to get some privileges. Listen, I don't understand listen, what I'm waiting on, but listen, okay. The salad was delicious, but six million Jews were killed. <laughs> Yo, it's oh, crazy as shit. Listen, this the steak was great, but I just want to let you know about my forefathers. But here's the thing, but this so thing funny. like like working in restaurants made me like even more like I love black people. I love my people. Like I really do. But I'm telling you, when I serve table, the host the hostess already knows. I'm like, don't if I see gold tea, I'm like, don't put them motherfuckers in my section. <laughs> I was you. like, you already know. Cause number one, they gonna want all the sauces. <laughs> now, this comes with a spicy teriyaki. Nah, but can I get the sauce to come with the green beans and then the sauce to come with the what's turkey? The, and I'm right. like, bruh, what's the, the fuck? What's yeah. the new thing? Maybe it's not a new thing. What's the thing with cleaning the silverware at the table? Well, that's just because, motherfucker, they're smart because I've worked in bank. Them dishes oh. get ran through hardly, and you scraping shit off. They put it in the hot water. Mm. But the part that gets me is they put it in the hot water, the silverware, but then they drink out of the cup with no straw. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it. And again, from years of experience in restaurants, it's and New York City is like is the perfect restaurant city because you have all these people who just are used to going out to eat all the time. And it supports an economy of all these people who move to New York City who are trying to be artists, who need to make money, who can work in the restaurants. That's, that world doesn't really exist outside of New York City. So for the most part, you just have a lot of people that are just not used to going to restaurants. Yeah. Like they, I, I actually thought like a long time ago, I was like, I'm going to like write a pamphlet, like how to get the most at your, out of your restaurant experience. Because people just don't know how to act in restaurants because they're not used to doing it. And it's funny because I noticed like there was, a couple, <laughs> there was a couple years ago when like Bra- Brazil was like booming. All these fucking rich Brazilians came to New York. They yeah. didn't know it. Like they just started ordering the most expensive bottle on the wine list just because right. all of a sudden they had money to right. burn. But they they had no experience, so they were like really difficult to deal with. They, yeah. they didn't tip. But that's why my dad actually over tips because oh, yeah. being black is such yep. a stereotype thing that he was like, I just like these motherfuckers to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that this is not a game. He's my, like, no. but it's the truth though, because you look. I even look like I said. I look at black folks. Someone they come in, I'm like. And I get surprised when they do. I'm like, my nigga. <laughs> my, my, my parents, like, well, my, I go to a restaurant with my parents and my mom will be asking the guy bringing the bread if he owns a restaurant. I'm like, they don't know, like, they don't know how to act in a restaurant. Like, my mom's, he, like, talking to the, the guy. Your mom the was was raised in Manhattan. She, I really, the question she asked, you would think she was she's, from Alabama. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she's a lot of my act. Is like, I say, yeah, like, yeah. She's, like, she's, like, a genius when it comes to, like, being a mom. But, like, the rest of the world is, like, this foreign thing. She's in a mom bubble. Yeah. She, mm. like, she'll, she'll see me and she'll know exactly exactly what's going wrong in my life yeah but she has no idea how anything else works but cut the tv on is tough yeah right? it's what well, just like it's just like she, like they just went to my, my my parents just drove from florida back to new jersey and they stopped in atlanta and she's like peter there's a lot of condominiums here like it was like this weird thing to her like, it was like what that is so strange like what that's, yeah that's she's Italian like everybody lives word. in condominiums, condominiums. Condo. instead of just instead condo. of condos yeah, just yeah make it easy my mom says yeah yeah exactly your mom says condominiums i feel like she would I feel like she would. I don't know, actually. My mom listens. So well, because when I was a kid, it was when I was a kid, you. it was a big oh, deal. Man. Like people. Mom, got... I'm sorry. To, I, I've said some things. I oh no! Oh no! She loves it. Don't worry uh, about okay. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a she's a good fan of comedy. My mom. 
She goes to comedy shows, uh, like she'll go to my shows, but she'll go to comedy shows, like she'll hit me up, she'll be like, oh, we just saw Sam Morell at Levity Live. I'm like, oh, you you know who to see. He's one of my favorites. Right. She has a good taste. Yeah. Shouts out, mom. Uh, And uh, all right. Cool, man. I like the stereotype talk. That was fun. That was, <laughs> that was some fun shit, dude. And we tied it all back into Goonies. You see, yeah. right? everything came we, this was a deep one. episode. Guys. We talked about like genetics and like and like <laughs> human oh, yeah, human nature yeah. Yeah, and yeah. race and yeah. This is beautiful. This was a good one. Um, all right, so Phil, what, what do you got going on, man? Do you have anything oh, you want to plug? Yeah, man. All right, uh, this well, is I, coming out on Tuesday. So perfect, man. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Well, yeah. Uh, I actually have my podcast coming out tuesday as well you can catch it on spotify power hour with the boys boys spell b-o-i-s uh i got a small canada tour uh in june so I'll i saw be, that yeah i'm in montreal pembroke and ottawa uh, uh who are you going on tour with Usama Sadiqe, Rob Stalky, and joe russell it's gonna be a fun hell yeah trip, man so you know we're all friends and that'll be good and got a new show coming out me and uh Aaliyah janine co-producing the show at the stand it's called the bald and the beautiful so hell nice. yeah, yeah dude so we got some awesome. things working man you know, dude that that's time. really good to hear yeah. uh and the stand's opening up soon yeah okay. very yeah. soon that's what they well, yeah. Yeah, well that's what they, they keep telling times, me but, but <laughs> now apparently they have a day so you know she hit me up about what i'd be interested in i was like fuck yeah hell yeah so i'm excited the stand's the best dude i just did frantic for the first time two weeks ago i still have never that's the only club in the city, I think I haven't done it. You haven't done the and, same? and the thing that was my that was the only goal I did not hit when I moved here because it was the first place I did a mic. Yeah, and then it closed, and yeah. I never. And then they were doing the so I've never performed in the stands. So well, now you're gonna have a show man, there, I'm so that's pretty fucking that, dope. Man. But uh, yeah, hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, man. Uh, funny Phil Duck, Funny P H I L D U C K, man. And is that on? That's the same on both. On both Twitter awesome. and Instagram. Got you. All right, that was perfect. He's a pro at that. Peter, you got anything else? Uh, actually, I do have a couple of shows lined up. Hey. I want to be at Yonkers Comedy Club uh, next Thursday, the sixteenth. Nice. Uh, I'm turning forty on Friday, May tenth. Yes. And if you're listening to this and you're in New York on May nineteenth, I'm having a barbecue in East Harlem. So DM me for that. Love to have some fans of the the podcast on that. And then uh, June seventh, June eighth, I'll be at Wisecrackers in Wilkesbury. <laughs> Why is that funny? Wisecrackers. That's what all, I call y'all too. All, <laughs> wise guys. Aaron Aaron Berg will be uh, headlining that show, and I'll be emceeing. Nice, so. dude. Berg's great. Um, we I got I just got one thing. Wednesday, June fifth is the fifth edition of Aggressively Chill Comedy Show at V Spot, seven p.m. Wednesday, June fifth. Me and Dean David co-produce it. It's been great. The first four shows have all like sold out. We've had awesome shows. Yeah. Um, and I think we got... So TJ Miller was on the last one. He was going to be on the last one. He canceled, but he's going to be on this next one. So that's good. And then we got some other people. I can't remember, but we've had we've had killers on in the past. Mike yeah. Racine killed last show we did. Peter hosted one of them. We got to get Phil on. Phil, I'd love to have you on. We, we do it monthly, so we'll figure, oh, it. We'll cool, figure it out. Cool, yeah, but man, yeah, we'll get you on there. I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, yeah if you want to come hang on the 5th, well, don't tell anyone, but you can get up. <laughs> <laughs> it's broadcasted. Uh, all right, cool. Aggressively chill. And that's all I, that's all I got, that's I it. think. Yeah. This has been another episode of Kill You Last. Bye. Bye. Great episode, man.